Okay, good morning, Mishitz Rabbi Krohn. So we are on Nudtes Amin Aleph. We'll, um, we'll start back from the Mishnah. I think it just makes sense to start from there. Um, just to give a little bit of an overview of what we're going to talk about. So the Pesukim in the Torah um, say, V'hu isha that the Kohen is supposed to take a woman who is bivsuleha, and there's going to be a discussion about what the word bivsuleha means as opposed to the word bisula. And then it says, Amana that's So it says, and then he should not take an almana, a gavrusha, a divorcee, a chalala, someone who was with a Kohen illicitly, a zona, we'll define what that is, as yikach, he should not take a, uh, one of these people. He should take a basula from his people. So going to the Mishnah, Kohen Gadol Elisa Almana. The Kohen Gadol should not marry an Almana. Bein Almana Minha Erosin, Bein Almana Minha Nesuin. Whether she's an Almana from Erosin, which is the period of time which kind of sort of comparable to the engagement period as opposed to the formal marriage period of Minha Nesuin, or whether that's from formal marriage. Below, Yusayas Habogeris, and she should marry a Bogeris. As Rabbi Kohen explained yesterday, there's really um, three states there's a Katana, which is up until you're 12. Is a period that you're a Nara, which is between 12 and 12 and a half. And then from 12 and a half forward, you're considered a Bogaris. So um, the implication is that um, a Bogar- that as a, as a woman physically matures, that there's something about her state of being a Basula that diminishes with age. Um, so when she, by the time she becomes a Bogaris, she's not as much a Basula as she was when she was a Nara. So therefore, according to this opinion of the Tanakama or of Mayer, he should not marry a Bogaris because there's a physical diminishment in the level of her being a Basula. However, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shimon, Machshir, Bogaris, Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Shimon disagree, and they allow a Bogaris. And when we get into the Gemara, this machokis between the Tanakama, Rabbi Mayer, and Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shimon is going to manifest itself um, into a variety of things um, because it really is a lot of the fundamental of what we're going to discuss. And finally, Valyusa is Mukas Eitz. And similarly, she should not marry, he should not marry a woman who was physically injured by a piece of wood, meaning that she wasn't, she didn't lose her um, her virginity, her physical virginity by virtue of relationship, but she lost it by virtue of an injury. So um, the, the fundamental disagreement that we're going to see here is about what does it mean for um, a, a woman to lose her basula as regards to a Kohen? Is it a question of the actual physical intimate relationship with the man? Or is it can it happen by virtue of either natural causes by getting older or by virtue of a physical um, issue, which just causes physical um, physical diminishment um, in the in her virginity? Okay, Tana Rabbanan, so we learned in a price. So, Almana, lo yikaf, that you shouldn't marry an Almana. Bain, mina erosin, bain ha Almana, mina nesuin. Whether she's an Almana from the nesuin, the erosin status of marriage, or the nesuin. Shita, this should be obvious. Why would we think otherwise? I mean, typically when we talk about being an Almana, it doesn't matter whether you're from which state of it. So, Mayodatama, you might have thought, Lelech, Almana, Almana, mi Tamar. That by Tamar, it says, she should Tamar had the relationship with Yehuda. She was married to her his both of his sons, and after the second son died, um, Yehuda says to her, "Shvi Almana, go back and be an Almana." So the fact that she's called an Almana, um, and she had been in the Nisuin state that she had formally married 
fully married both of Yehuda's two sons. Avkami and Nesuin. So to here we might think that Almana only applies to Nesuin because you have that use of the word Almana. Kamash Milan, we learn that no, that it really applies to all um, all Almanas, whether it's from Eresin or Nesuin. And how do we know this? Um, Dumia de Grusha, that there's a comparison to the to Gerushin, that by 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 um by divorce, because the Pasuk says Almana Grusha puts the two together. Ma Grusha Bain Mina Erisin Vinasuin, just like by divorce, it's whether you're divorced from Erisin or divorce in Asuin. Alfamana Bain Mina Erisin and Asuin. So too, by an Almana, it works the same way. Bo Yisaisa Bogaris, and she should not marry a Bogaris. So we have this disagreement between the Tanakhama Rabbeir and Obozer and Roshimin who, who about whether um, she's allowed, he's allowed to marry Bulgaris. Tanarabanan. Um, so this Baraisa is going to expand on it. For who isha bivsuleha yikach, you should take a woman who is bivsuleha. Prat lebogeris shakolah bisuleha. This excludes a um, a bogeris because here the 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 um, her. Basulos, her virginity has begun to diminish. Devar Rameir, this is the words of Rameir, the Tanakama. But they allow a Bulgaris. So, but my Mifgali, what do they argue about? Rameir Savar, Basula, Afila, Miksas, Basula, Mashma, that the word Basula means that she is a, um, she has to be, it means that she has to be a full Basula. Um, no, I'm sorry. The word basula means that she's a basula, whether she has full basula or even partial basula. So whether she was a full basula or she's in some way has this diminishment of basula, the word basula covers that. Well, however, it says bisu, actually bivsuleha, but the word bisuleha, when it says bisuleha with the additional letters, it call it, it means ad ikakola basulam. Then it means not. It means it's above the level of basula, having any level of basula. The fact that it says bisuleha means that she has to be a complete bisula, and therefore that would exclude a bogeres who had a, who started physically diminishing her level of bisula. And but however, it also it doesn't say bisuleha; it says bivsuleha. Um, so the word bivsuleha comes to say kidarkain that if she had relationship um, that was natural vaginal relationship then she is um, not worth, not appropriate for a Kohen. However, Shaloka Darka, if she had a non-vaginal relationship with a, with a man, it excludes that because Bivsuleha is further limiting the um, the status. So because of this, the word of Bivsuleha means that the opinion of Rav Meir, the Tanakhama, is that that she has to have full Bisulot, meaning she has to be not, which would not include a Bisula. However, it only would apply to, to a um, it, uh, it would not exclude a relationship that was not a, that was considered a shaloka dark relationship. The other opinion, Rabbi Lezer Mishimon Sabri, Bisula Bisula Shlema Mashma. That when it says the word Bisula, it means a complete, um, absolute complete physical Bisula. When it says Bisuleha, when it says the word Bisuleha, it means Afila Miksas Bisula. It comes to include that it's okay even if she has partial virginity. Um, so that would include a bus. Uh, a bogaris according to Rabbi Elias and Rabbi Shimon. And the word bivsuleha, when it adds that first base, it comes to say, achu kobisuleha kayamin. That means, bain kedarka, bain kedarka. That if she involved, was involved in a relationship that was either a kedarka relationship 
or a, a shaloka darka relationship, she would not be eligible for a Kohen. So again, the two opinions are, first opinion is that uh, Rav Meir, the Tanakama, is that she has to be a full basula, meaning a bokeris is ineligible. However, if she has a relationship, she has shaloka darka, she's still eligible for a Kohen. And Rav Lezer Shimon say the opposite. They say she, that as long as she has any level of uh, basula, she's fine for a Kohen, even if she's a bokeris. However, a relationship, whether it's a relationship of Kedarka, Shalok Kedarka, would exclude her from being together with a Kohen. Um, so, consistent with the same opinion of Lezer or Shimon, Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rav, Nivala Shalok Kedarka, a woman who had relationship Shalok Kedarka, Psula Kahuna, she's not eligible for a Kohen. This is consistent with what Rabbi Lezer and Bishimon said. Mesiv Rabba, but Rava challenges from Mavraisa, the low Tiela Isha. So um, when you have the story of a, a woman who is raped, so if the woman is raped, if the woman wants to, the, the rapist is required to marry him, marry her. Um, this applies, but Isha Haru'uyava, this only reply, applies to a woman that's allowed to be married, her, married to her. This would suggest that a, if a Kohen Gadol were to rape an, an Almana, he would not be allowed to marry her um, because she is not eligible to marry. He is not eligible to marry an almana. Similarly, a grusha v'chalutz are not eligible to marry a kohen hedjot. So, if a kohen hedjot were to rape one of these two people, or these two categories of people, he would not be eligible to marry her. Hechidami, um, what case is this Baraisa really referring to? If we talk to talk about a case where the rape was done kedarka naturally. My era Mishum Almana. Why does the Tana have to specifically say that she was an Almana? Isn't it enough to say that he's not allowed to marry her because she's now no longer a Basula? She's a Baula. Because he had a relationship with her, that makes her a Baula. Um, what we're talking about is that when he had, when he raped her, he raped her Shalokadarka. And therefore, Mishum Almana ain't Mishum Baula Therefore, we must say that the only reason he's not allowed to marry her is because she's an almana, and not because she's a baula. So, Hachimani, who does this? Who does this Baraisa follow? Rameir, he follows Rameir. Rameir was the Tanakama. Tanakama says that they, she has to have full basulim. However, if it's shalokadarka, she's still eligible to be with the kohen. Rav, the Amar Rabbi Lezer, Rav rules, and according to Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer holds that shalokadarka. Does it make her unfit for a Kohen Gadol? So the Gemara asks, If Rav follows the opinion of Rabbi Lezer, why does he have to say that it's all about her being a Baula, that she's not a virgin, and therefore she's prohibited to the Kohen Gadol? That maybe she's not, maybe she's not allowed to be with him because she's actually a Zona. Remember the Pasuk said, Isha Grusha V'chalalav is Zona. And uh, the Ha Amar Eliezer, and the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer is Panui Ha Bayal Panuya. If two unmarried people have relationships, Shalol Shame Ishus, it's not the purpose of getting married, Asahazona. That any relationship between a man and a woman that's not for purposes of Ishus, for marriage, is considered Znus. So therefore, when this Kohen or Kohen Gadol had relationship with the woman, regardless of the fact that she's an Almana, that made that would make her a zona. So all you would need to say is that she's a zona and therefore is ineligible. 
um, that we're talking about a case where it's not that it, this is a different case. So what? It, so we're trying to find the case where she is um, a baula, right? And there, but it still has an issue of eligibility or ineligibility to a kohen. So we're talking about that she had um, unnatural relations with an animal. The In that case, then she is not eligible to a kohen because she's a baula. She's now considered a non-virgin. But it's not considered znus. It's not considered zona. Zona is only when there's a relationship between a man and a woman. So this relationship with the animal doesn't cause her to be considered a zona. How, how can you how can this be? If she's considered a baula, meaning that the relationship caused her to become a no longer a virgin. Have zona nami She must be considered a zona in the same regard. Izona and if she's not considered a zona, she can't be considered a non-virgin. Virgin. So she either it's either considered a sexual relationship that would make her both a zona and a non-virgin, or it's not. And if you want to say that a woman who was together with a um, an animal um, doesn't become a zona or a baula, um, and there but she's still not fit for a kohen. She's considered like a woman who was was like a mukas eitz who became um, injured. You know, mukas eitz literally means was injured by a piece of wood, where she became injured by a piece of wood unnaturally, meaning anally. In Cain, then you would find no woman in the world would be considered eligible for a kohen because um, back in the olden days. When women would go to the bathroom, they would the way they would wipe themselves was to use some sort of wood or some sort of stone to wipe themselves. So they would have some sort of penetration with this, and that in theory would would consider making them mukas eights shelo kedarka shelo no nasa mukas eights aydetsra. She she becomes a mukas eights because of use of this you know piece of wood or a piece of a pebble, and therefore you would say that any woman is ineligible for a kohen. Because she is rendering herself not a besula shalokadarka. El Amar Rabbi Zeira, Rabbi Zeira says, "Bimamenes." So the case we're really talking about here is mamenes. So mamenes, if you remember, is a girl who was an orphan and she was a minor and she was married off by her brothers, and she has the right later on in life to say she doesn't want to remain married to the guy. So she has that right. So she is not considered a zona, um, but she's a baula. Right, so um, because she had, she's not considered a zona. She's not considered. A, a, she's not considered a grusha, but she's considered. She's she's a baula, so she was. She's no longer a virgin. She is not a zona because she had a legal relationship, um, and she's she's not a, she's not a divorced because she wasn't divorced. She went through. Um, she went. She was a ma'ena. So therefore, because of that, that maybe that's the case. Where you have a woman who had this relationship with a woman with, with a man that is is still considered, um, is is not a, is not a non-virgin is not a zona. So now continuing on the on the question of um, a uh, whether being with an animal when is a woman a non-virgin of a zona the the Gemara continues Amr of Shimi Barchia Nivelo the Kahuna he says a woman who had relations with an animal still remains eligible for a Kohen, um, and even is allowed to marry the Kohen Gadol. A woman who was together with someone who's not a man, meaning an animal, 
even though Yechayev Skila for doing this, she's still eligible to marry the Kohen. He asked the Ravdimi, Amar Ravdimi came from Eretz Yisrael. He said, Masa Beriva Achas Behisilo. It happened with a certain Besula that was in Hilo. Shahaisa Mivareches Es Habais, and she was cleaning the house. And the Uruva Kelo Kufri Meachri, and a wild dog came in and sodomized her. Um, Shalokadarka, the Akshira Rabbi Lakahuna. And Rabbi said she's still allowed to marry the Kohen. So even though um, she he, they had she had a relationship with or she had this this dog that came and um, caused her in theory to become a physical not a basula, but that he, he allowed her because it's not considered really being a um, an act of znus. Um, Rashmul, Rashmul says not only that a Kohen Gadol, she's even allowed to marry the Kohen Gadol. So the Gemara asked, "We may Rabbi Cohen Gadol Mihave." In, in Rebbe's days, was there a Cohen Gadol? This was after the destruction of the second base of Megdash. So, was there a possibility of her getting together with a Cohen Gadol? Ella Ruuyu a Cohen Gadol, but hypothetically, she would have been legally eligible to marry the Cohen Gadol, even though she had this relationship with an animal. It's not considered zus, and therefore, she's not considered a zona, and she's still considered a basula as a result. Um Raba Ashi. Haha Milsa Um how do we know this this halacha that the Rabbanan said? that there's no it's not znus when it comes to an animal. Kelev, that there's a Pasuk that says you're not allowed to be bring in Esnanzona. Esnanzona is if you were to take a sheep and use the sheep as a the price you pay to a zona to have a, a, a physical relationship, you're not allowed to bring that sheep as a um, a carbon. Same with a mechir kelev. Similarly, if you use the sheep to buy a dog, the person who has the sheep is not allowed to use the um, that animal as part of the of the kohen of the of any part of the avod and the beis hamikdash. Utnan, we learned in the mishnah, esnan kelev umechir zona mutar. But the flip side, so we said esnan is nus. So Estanzona, the money that you would pay for a um, for a um, a zona. Here we're saying Estan Kelev. So you look at Rashi, you know, on the bottom. Shim Amar Adam Ozona. If a person said to a zona, Helech um take this sheep, Kalbi, and have a relation with this dog, Umichur Zona is the money that you give to a zona, Shehichlev Zona Batla Mutar Umizbeach. So what this is saying is Estan Kelev is the money you give for a an animal to have that marriage relationship. Umechir Zona is money you would trade with a Zona. And in those cases, you're, the, the, the Brisa says you're allowed to use both of them. So it says Estan Kelev is an um, illicit relationship with a Kelev as opposed to Estan Zona, which is an illicit relationship with a Zona. Um, and because Estan Kelev is excluded, you learn that a relationship with an animal doesn't cause you to, isn't cause, isn't considered znus. Mishum, um, so the Bryce said, Mishum, Shanem, or Gam Shnehem. So it says Gam Shnehem in the Pasuk, these two in the Pasuk. Shnayim lo Arba, that applies to the two and not to the four. So the two mean the money you give to a zona for purposes of znus, or the money, or the the animal, I mean, you give to a zona for purposes of znus, or the animal that you give in exchange for a, a dog are are not allowed to be used in the um, in the base of Megdash. 
But the flip side of it, the money you would use for some relationship with a dog, and the money you would use for relate, you know, for a acquiring a zona, um, I guess um, and those you would be allowed to use. So because the money you use or the animal you use for trading with the for the animal to have no, had relationship is not not excluded. It's not from here. You learn that that money that that the relationship with an animal with a dog is not considered nus. So continuing with which women are eligible to marry a Kohen Gadol, Tanra Banan, Anusa Atzma Atzma Hufutesis Atzma Loyisa. The Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry a woman that he himself um, raped or he himself was uh, seduced. But if he did marry her, the marriage is valid. But he's not allowed to marry a woman that another man raped or another man seduced. But if he did come to marry her, Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov Omer Havlad Chalal, that their children are Chalalim, they're considered Chalalim. They said, no, the Vlad is still Kasher. So even though it's an invalid relationship, and in theory he's, he's required to, um, to, to um, divorce her. However, if they had children, there's a machokis about whether those children are considered Chalalim or not. But if he, he married the woman that he himself had violated, he's considered married. Um, he's considered married, but he's required to give her a get. He's not really allowed to remain with her, even though it's considered a valid marriage. And we learn that it's considered a valid marriage because the way out of it is he has to give her a get. This is what we learned in Ebraisa. Im nasoi nasoi. Um, it's good enough to say if if he's married, it's a question, right? What? It's a question. Right, it's a question. Um, it says it says that alone. Amrav Achabar Yaakov Lomar the Brisa means to tell us Shein Mishalim Knas Bimafuta that when it comes to typically when you seduce a woman, there's a um, a penalty that has to be paid. Um, so this marriage, that even though it's unlawful, it's not allowed to be um, that. Um, it, it means that he, he either has to pay the fine or marry the woman. So because he's marrying her and it's an invalid relationship, um, that the marriage is good enough. Nevertheless, the Kohen Gadol um, has to divorce her. So with this, we'll stop. Thank you very much. Everyone should have a wonderful day.